fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 hi. How's it going, everybody out there? Ian, how are you? I'm doing very well. Been very busy. Um, very busy, actually. It's, it's good. It's Thursday, July 14th. Uh, July 14th. Take two. It's Thursday, July 14th, 2011, episode 80 of The Hotbox. My name is Matt, and this is Ian. My name's Ian. Ian, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, we are doing a podcast show about cannabis. About cannabis. Yeah. People love the plant, some hate it, very and controversial. Some find it very useful. That's right, for a political, political gain, perhaps. Like, let's say, hypothetically, you were running for president. You would get some extra votes if you're like, hey, you guys elect me, no worries. If you have medical marijuana in your state, I will. You won't even know we're here. And then uh, we're like, yeah! Yeah! Change! Yeah! Black Ivory Bread! Yeah! And then we vote? What happened? Uh, with a lot of things, I think, in Obama's administration, or what he's been up to, is is saying one thing and doing another, which, as I think I've said before on the show, is it's kind of the, the way of America, is, is we can say whatever we'd like, and then we can do whatever we would like, even if it's not what we said. because That's politics of, 101. Right. I mean, accountability. Uh, who's going to hold these individuals accountable? I mean, you can't. Uh, there's n- there's nobody to s- to tell any of these elected officials, whether it be at a federal level or even our state level or city level to say, hey, well, you can't lie. You can't do that. That's yeah, not, right. That's not true. Like, you, you, what are you doing? Might as well just make me breathe carbon dioxide if that's the case, because if I can't lie, I mean, <laughs> built empires based around that, you know, what do we do? Absolutely. But we this- fight. We fight. We That's fight. What we do. Revolution. Viva la cannabis. Viva la hotbox. Uh, you can watch this live. Uh, Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Two cameras. And you can give us a call. 406-204-4687. Should I comb my hair? Or What's the... Uh, put my shirt back on? Or? Uh, well, from the waist up. <laughs> Just kidding. Pro- professional. Pan, uh, from, the, from the waist down? No idea. <laughs> but yeah, we've been uh, kind of fighting this uphill battle for a long time. We uh, just do episodes we educate that was phase one because we're like you know what stranger things have happened maybe they really don't know they know we we've we've educated them they they should all our government should be phd in cannabis right now for how much we've educated them and you owe me thirty thousand dollars imagine how difficult it is to be one of these officials and have somebody you know a, a you know, whether it be a lobbyist or a specialist or a doctor or somebody to, you know, be reiterating these things that you've heard over and over and over again about cannabis. And, and how difficult would it be to really just not enact on those things? Like, you've heard the same information over and over again. You have Harvard professors. You have you have neurologists. You have pain specialists. You have cancer specialists. Starting from the 70s, I would say. When well, the first cannabis NID actually studies? was prescribed in America up until the 30s, right? And so even even before then, there were there were benefits of cannabis, and so so medical, since, yeah, medical benefits, yeah, interesting. Um, it was prescribed for asthma, yeah, yeah, 
um, amongst other things. Actually, the list that they used to prescribe cannabis for or a cannabis tincture for, um, there's about 115 things on the list or it different looks, ailments. Uh, it it kind of looks like the list that Tylenol kind of covers yeah. now. Tylenol, yeah. alcohol, and you know whatever in between. Um, so are we getting dumber then, or are, is our scientific method getting better? Because you should, if it had medical then, then logic says it does now, unless we studied it and we we're like, whoa, uh, hey, Bill, spit that out, dude. This shit's going to kill you. We just figured it out. The one study, like. You know, I, 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 think, I think that we've fallen victim to complacency. I think that it was, uh, it's it's not that we've gotten dumber. I think that our scientific methods have become a lot more accurate, and most of like you said, these 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 reports and these and these studies done by by you know educated individuals, right? Um, they're still pointing to the same thing that it that it has medical benefits of several of them. Um, it, and so it's not that we've become dumber. I think I think we we are just being complacent. You know. Um, uh, humans are are we're we're animals. We like to follow, and and I know there's that that uh, the the, they the thing about easy. sheeple, and you know you are, you know people always follow whatever everybody else is doing or whatever, and it's it's really true. You can see it in in a few ways. Um, one, like uh, I, I notice this with my patients in particular, is that um, they've gone they've gone to a medical professional. They they talk about their health issues, and the guy in the white lab coat with the name tag and the stethoscope around his neck says, "Oh yeah." Uh, uh, Tom, Dick, or Harry. This is this is what you need to do. You need to, you know, this is this this will make you better. And, and what two is the of these? Pa- call me in the morning. Yeah. And sure. what does the patient do? Well, yeah, of course, sir. You, you know, because this this person's been to eight, ten years of medical school. He's done his internship. He obviously knows better than you do, right? You, Otherwise, would you would have the white coat on, and you'd have you know? the stethoscope around your neck, and you would be telling <laughs> other people what to do about their health. And so. That that person in authority, uh, people don't challenge that as often as they probably should. Which Be- means, though, that the people in authority have a special responsibility to the people to not lead them astray. And there needs to be people making sure that that's happening just because of the position you're in. What world are you from? I'm from Jamholia, where things need <laughs> to freaking change. Yeah. No, I'm just, you know, in a logic. I, thinking I don't way think that, that these people maybe even realize that that is a responsibility of theirs. Uh, I don't really? know if it's a, what. Like, you can't tell me any of the pain clinic doctors in here feel no responsibility for all the junkies that they've created here. No. At all. Absolutely. They sleep not. just fine they're on their doing bed their job. bills. They're doing their job well. They they're they're going golfing on, on GlaxoSmith's bill. They they yeah. get a timeshare or something. They're doing great. They're they're being patted on the back and told that they're doing a good job. Of course they are educated before they become that specialist that these drugs are addictive and there are going to be people that have problems with them. So that's kind of like right. the 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 risk of doing business or that's the that's that's something that they have been trained or taught to accept that but these people are are going this is going to happen. Some of them were getting that educational information from the pharmaceutical company that manufactured it though. And that's when you saw a lot of lawsuits that uh, Purdue was like, oh, Oxycontin's fine. It's not addictive. You can prescribe it for anything. And they were like, okay. And they did. And now, you know, here we are. Now we have people. $230 suboxone bills once a month. And you try to get off it and you get sick as a fucking dog and you miss the battle of the bands. Not good. Just saying. (laughs) Not good at all. Hey, you you didn't miss much. Just 10 bands, raffles. I gave away $2,000 worth of stuff. 
Wow. Yeah, with the raffle tickets. I didn't good get turnout. T- good petition. It was a pretty stuff. good turnout. Um, I think. Well, we collected petitions uh, towards the earlier part, uh, or petition signatures towards the earlier part of the evening. Right. Then, you didn't want to have to give breathalyzers and then have them. You know. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, is while the bands are playing, it's really loud. People, I mean, people right. weren't really there to sign the petition. They were there to listen to some music and, and support cannabis in, in the way that they could. What? Um, it'll kill, it'll cure my cancer? Uh, no, sir, but we think it might help. <laughs> huh? I'll Chris go says. to hell if I smoke. What? If 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 cannabis has roots in hell, then these buds are heavenly. I tell you what, <laughs> angels, my friend, angels. So we've had a lot of a lot of local stuff. We tend to focus on that. The show's based out of Kalispell, Montana, of course. Uh, Montana was. Can I say that we were leading the way in the cannabis industry? There was a time when people looked to us for you know. You know, uh, we done I, fell off, I, son. I actually, I can't verify that or not. I actually, uh, I've had my card since 2005, but I, I got my card and I, it, it wasn't after I received my card and my recommendation. I, I didn't really pay attention to the medical marijuana program because I was really concerned only about myself. You know, I, right. I didn't really you worry knew where about to get what, it. You were good to go. Yeah, I didn't really worry about uh, if anybody else was having a hard time getting it. I figured if I could, then right. It I mean, really. Anyway. You know, and, and I had to jump through all the hoops, my MRI, sure. my CAT scans, my letter from my kidney specialist because of past um, renal failure issues. I and almost feel like you should just roll in there with a $100,000 check and be like, you know, I, I really don't need the MRIs and stuff, but I want you to have this because that's what you're going to end up milking me for anyway. Yeah, and an MRI is about $2,700 if you get yeah. the full scope of things. Um uh, interesting side story is that uh, uh, when I got my MRI, they informed me that I have two protruding discs in my back, and I have no—I didn't hmm. know. I, I don't have back pain. I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, th- that's not the issue. News to but, you? <laughs> yeah, it was completely news to me, and and it was funny because that's why they gave me my medical card was for something that I wasn't even aware of. I, you know, so. That's I, I just when I got my card, I wasn't really concerned about anybody else. I just figured that if I was able to get it and it, it, it was a little difficult, but I figured that if somebody else really wanted it, they could go out and get their medical right. card. And if not, you just do whatever it is you've been doing. Right. And it wasn't then... it wasn't until I actually uh, by happenstance found myself working in a dispensary that I really started to care about the medical marijuana program. I really you know, I, I didn't. I didn't from have, a business perspective, or from the people that you're taking from care the rights of, of are, patients, right. from 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 actually concerning myself with the way that other people uh, through the the trials and tribulations that other patients have to go through to to you know obtain safe access or get a recommendation. I really I, what I thought of the medical marijuana program before I started working for the industry was very, very far from accurate. I mean, I, I really thought I, I had a complete misconception about it. I really thought it was a bunch of guys just like me was like, oh, man, I should go get my medical card so I you know I won't get in trouble if I get pulled over with a right, sack of yeah. weed in my car. Or, That's the story. You know, you know? Like, I just, figured, just in case. I, I really I thought, you know, there probably are cancer patients out there somewhere that are that are benefiting from this. And Federally, I'm sure, even. And, and I'm sure that there are people that, that uh, need this, but in the position I was in, I, I unfortunately, I didn't really give a shit. And Hey, I mean, we're not politicians. That's not our job. We're not city officials. But I, I wasn't at the time because of the appalling way that this has been handled. We are kind of slowly turning into that now, and that I, story's echoed throughout dispensaries. People that saw a business uh, 
possibility and fell in love with it with the people and with the plant and with the you know the whole industry and i i encourage you love as any of these listeners to ask your provider now since the law has changed they're not your caregiver but to ask your provider what they have done to help in this fight what what has your provider what has your dispensary done to um, help us with the the legal battle to help with the petition referendum. Are they collecting signatures at the dispensary? What exactly have they done to help you with your rights and your ability to have safe access to cannabis? Have and, they done anything? Do they not, really care? Not Do just they care? to ensure that their business can continue, but to ensure that we all have good, healthy cannabis to smoke. And this is a rights issue. At this point in time. The sanctity of voting is what this petition that I have in my hands, actually, um, is really about. It's something that, uh, it, it's a right that us Montanans have voted on before and passed, and now it's being taken away from us, or it's been tried to take away from us. One, uh, something I've been is asked. Is there a three-strike rule? Like, you can only not screw the voters three times, and then that's it, you're out of office, and well, I wish. we take over? <laughs> I wish, because it would. Can we uh, vote on that? I, it would have already all, taken all place. All in favor? Uh, uh, leech mining uh, Medical cannabis And the eminent domain bill And one season That's three strikes So that would be a very large portion Of our legislative body I That would be out of a job should probably get an STD test <laughs> Just because of how much they've I don't know where that there has been I'm going to censor myself just a little bit But I don't know You, you lay with dogs Shit. You don't know where their pen has been their While they're writing is. legislation To Mightier than the sword. It's disgusting. You're public office holders. Like, come on, for the people, right? Remember us, the people. So we we have these we have this 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 petition here, and one of the common questions that I've gotten is like, well, why do we need to why do we need to sign this petition? Didn't didn't the court rule in your favor? Like, what's the point now? The court. You want to catch everyone up if they don't know. The court struck a few. Bits of 423. Seven bits. uh, Unconstitutional. But the rest, that's in full effect now. Correct. Correct. Oh, great provider. That affects uh, people that are on probation. Yeah. Um, It it has a couple of effects as far as how physicians can recommend cannabis. Um, And the other thing to keep in mind is that it's not that he, he ruled in our favor at a temporary injunction hearing. Temporary, right? This is not this is not the way it's going to be from here on out. This is a temporary injunction, and this law will find itself back in the courtroom more than likely this winter. Um, Which is why part of the ba- or part of the petition is to get something on that ballot that we all vote on again. If the petition and is successful, in, in there, can we put just a little subscript that says "No backsies"? <laughs> I, I would feel. Because I feel like they took advantage of that. That's our bad. We forgot to put in in 04, like, hey, we're going to do this and smoke this and no backsies. We forgot. Okay. It's a dirty game. I, I think that the that legislation would be harder to pass, honestly, than than to repass medicinal cannabis in a workable form. Um, so here's here's the, we have the the petition here, and if we are successful with the petitions by the end of September by collecting enough signatures that we need, then we do not have to go to court. The three days in court that we spent cost us about $120,000. Damn. So that's three days in court, obviously some preparation. And so who's footed that bill? 
Well, we have. Hopefully, you have. The same Everybody way the has. people that's been donating. If you go to mtcia.org, you can help out the cause and all that. And the people that came and bought uh, raffle tickets at the Battle of the Bands, the people that donated, they bought t shirts. That is how now, we are funding this. All this money that goes into these legal battles, like who's really benefiting from this? It's not us because that's money we could have spent elsewhere. It's not the government because they're having to spend an equal amount of money to counteract, right? It's, so, it's the patients. You have win? Win? Who benefits from all the money spent on the lawsuits? The patients. So if you're a patient huh. in Montana and you are not able to produce your own cannabis, oh, no, no. you okay, I'm have sorry. benefited. I'm, not the law and all that, but the actual physical money that is spent on the, the lawsuit itself. Oh, like who benefits from that? Right, the that's attorney. what I'm saying. Because so, it's not the government, right? That's, no. Okay. The 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 money the lawyers, that we basically. spent. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, our our constitutional lawyer that we hired is the one that received <clears throat> that money and in, in his legal staff. And that's good because without it, we would be facing correct. the full. Like this wouldn't have been brought in front of a judge without this, right? Correct. They wouldn't have said even though this is unconstitutional. Clearly, like it, we would have been dealing with it. Correct. And like I said, so the people that have benefited from this are the patients because if you could not produce your own cannabis, um, which means grow your own and right. not rely on anyone else, if, if that is not you, you rely on someone else to obtain your cannabis at any time. Related you, to you? It was some of the stuff in that 423 about blood correct. Rela- relations. Correct. That's if in 423, if you still would have had to rely on someone else, they would have had to have done it for free. Which it's not free to grow cannabis. It's actually pretty expensive. I'm not going to say that it's outrageous. You know what it is free to do? It's free to kick down a door and do a smash and grab. Yes, Look at it all is. this cannabis I got now. Hey, we should open a store. That's a good idea. D E A T H C shop. Two That's P's, a- one E. I like it. Yeah, we should like do it. that. I like it. We should run it by them. Actually. We should. Uh, maybe maybe they're already doing that. I've seen a f- I've seen a few new dispensaries open up across the state. Is that them? I, it might be. Check your hmm. provider out. Check your local provider. Are they not encouraging you to participate? Hmm. Interesting. Um. So if you obtain cannabis from a provider or through a dispensary or a, pr- a previous caregiver, then then you have benefited from that money that right. people have donated. You are the one that can still go down to your shop or still go to your provider and obtain your cannabis. And what's the biggest thing the majority of cannabis patients are afraid of? Besides arrest, obviously. Uh, losing safe access. Running out of their medicine. Right. Um, That's a shame. Uh, First hand, and this is one of the things that helped me change my personal view on the cannabis uh, law here in Montana, Yeah, is, is seeing these, these patients that I've acquired um, at the dispensary that you know, have gotten off their other medications that have, you know, I've gotten hugs. I've had, I've had people crying in my office. I have, I've had all of these emotions like poured out in front of me because cannabis has improved their quality of life. Even if it's just a tiny little bit, it's, it's really made their life a lot easier um, or better. You know, I've, one of the most moving things was this old lady that came in and, and she's, she was just ecstatic. She's like, I just got out of my doctor's visit and, and, and I handed them all my prescription bottles all 12 of them, mind you, right. and, and, and said, you know, I don't want these anymore. I don't need them. I haven't been taking them for weeks, and I feel perfectly fine. And, and wow. the physician, you know, obviously asked, well, you know, what have you been doing? And she said, I've been, I've been using cannabis, and, and he didn't agree with I've it. I've been praying, doctor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been smoking weed. <laughs> 
And so here's this woman. She's like, and I just she's and she didn't even know how to thank me. She, I mean, she she thanked me. And like, not do I cannabis. pound it or open fist or like, how? What do we do here? What's the, what's oh, the she handshake? Had, she had tears in her eyes. She gave me a big hug and she says, you know, things like, you know, I've I've been walking the dog. I've been helping with dishes. Me and my husband have been making love. She's like, my life is nice. turned around. And so here's this older person that probably opiates. Yeah, several. See, and the thing with those, the longer you're on them, you can see the light dim like the the longer and longer and i bet being a provider you can kind of see firsthand that light come back on coming back that's come gotta back be on. an amazing thing uh it's that's it's really cool it's man. heartwarming and so you have these people that that you know they they don't want to know how to grow cannabis and there's a gentleman that was in the courtroom that said he didn't have to manufacture his other drugs why would he have to manufacture right. this i mean one? i am growing goes, opium poppies but that's totally different yeah, reason he goes down to the pharmacy picks up his prescriptions and goes home and and he's completely okay with paying for those right and he's completely exactly. okay with paying for his cannabis too because he realizes that he doesn't want to grow it himself. And to grow quality medical grade stuff. We you make a, a, a you know, a division here between recreational, you can smoke whatever, and uh medical, which is specifically tailored depending on what your ailment is. I th- high C B D strains, high THC strains, a little half and half, tinctures. It all it all works. I, I have a I have a thought about medical grade cannabis. Is that is what makes it medical is the person's knowledge that is giving it to you. So he can better or she can help you pick out a cannabis strain that is going to benefit you the most. Right, but so, you do have um, to start because with because before a, medical cannabis. Uh, I don't know about you, but I got some pretty good buds on occasion. Pretty good, I mean, pretty good. Some, I mean, it's better than I can see these days even. I mean, Sometimes, the, yeah. You know, and so that wasn't considered medical grade. The variety wasn't there, but it was either really good or, you know, just whatever. And it so, wasn't like five kinds of really good. And I think, I think medical grade is kind of saying that, I would almost say like medical variety. You well, know, I so want to say could, grown to where there's not, you know, chemicals in it, grown to a, a higher standard, almost, I, I would like to say. And, and that is something that the cannabis industry wanted part of the regulation, or they, this is part of the regulations that we wanted was kind of an industry standard. Right. We, you know, like a, a, a state employee, if you will, that would, a botanist of sorts, not a police officer, but a botanist, so that yeah, he, could exactly. go, he, could, he could go to a caregiver's facility, I'm sorry, a provider's facility, and inspect the garden and say, listen, you know, you have a little bit of mil, mil, mildew or mold in this room, and, you know, I I think that there's some spider mites starting over here, and these problems need to be corrected before this cannabis is, you know, available to exactly. your patients. Like, and that's important. That yeah. would be a medical grade situation where it would be inspected for health, cleanliness, um, chemicals. You know, right. you have no idea what these farmers are spraying on their stuff. Some of them are all organic. Some of them grow hydroponically. Well, that, some think of about them grow, uh, like California, LA stuff like that. Does your weed have PCP in it? You don't know. You know, do that you think it's more really expensive? Somebody? Because I was thought. That I if think. I was gonna, I you know people, I because that's pot plus, that's right? Not, you you know, know, like do, do I have to pay more for the least shit? Because right. I will. I just you can know, I get I just, it on the side to go. <laughs> <laughs> Need to be safe and your neighborhood. No offense, mm. but yeah, you you got to be careful. We've read stories on the other podcasts about people that smoked a bowl and went completely nuts, and it's like, well, it wasn't the pot, you know. Test it, PCP. Where do you get that? I don't even, you know, like... I don't. The ghetto, my friend. Well... The ghetto. Evergreen? Yes. Is that what you mean? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> no offense, Evergreen, but, like, come on, guys. 
Come on. You said you I, wanted the porn shop I'm out of there because it was, it was hurting your I'm changing my provider. Yeah, right. Look, the porn shop looking, left and I was looking for some of that one hit stuff. I don't, I don't know about <laughs> the rest of you. Amazing. Well, where are we going with this? Anyway, so. National uh, embarrassment. The mm. feds say no medical benefit. The world says otherwise. Discuss. No medical benefit. Uh, I think point I think, one: feds have federal patients absolutely. that are getting it that have been getting it for a long time. Yes, they do. Point two: it's been studied, and all the studies that showed it did have medical benefit. Nixon burned back then. We have more now, obviously, but there was a lot of good info. It's like Alexandria burning down. You can't burn studies because the outcome was completely opposite what your hypothesis stated. Just because you're like, well, pff, disagree with me. My wife in this study, you're out of here. Like, you can't. The people. What does it matter to you if it does or not? Who gives a shit? I, th- I, think, that, I think that by the government saying that is, is just... It, it should be a big red flag to anybody that's paying attention or that is aware or right. that has a consciousness. Because they have hypocrisy, but this is like some of the most blatant in your face. I can Google five cited sources with research papers and all that stating that it is, you know, medically beneficial and you're still holding on to that. And this has nothing to do with idiocy or ignorance they know, either. They know. They, and I, I wanted to thank you. I wanted to mention that because on Facebook I see a lot of we need to educate them. They still don't know. It's like, guys, they are fully aware of what they're doing. And it's their plan. Probably more educated than anybody yeah. is giving them credit I, for. And, absolutely. And, and just because they don't agree with your point of view doesn't make them dumb. Right. Just because they're not pressing the agenda that you would like to see does not make them ignorant. Honestly, if from a devil's advocate outside onlooker view what they're doing is really freaking smart if you want to control your people like that. Like, from a run-the-world sort of point of view, they're not dumb at all. Like, they're on point with that. They've kept us dumbed down. They've kept us fighting at each other's throats. They've kept us going from girl to girl to girl and having babies with all these families and no one knows whose kid's whose. That's all things that divide us, and they've done a really bang-up job doing that. The nuclear family... As it's so-called today, or and the lack thereof. I also am kind of curious, do you think this is their way of easing into it? No. Because they would no. be, I don't want to say made the fool of, but there would be a little backlash if they all of a sudden came out and said, we were wrong for the last 80 years, all you guys can come out of jail, I'd love to bring all they of them back from the dead, but I can't, that's my bad. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to let anybody so out So are they jail. easing in? to it they're going to say no medical benefit but then they're going to be like look our scientists found that there is and I now we patented it I think that is the information that they came to that conclusion on I mean if, if you looked at the information that they were able to come to that conclusion with would be governmental studies right and since the government doesn't fund studies on cannabis that may have a positive outcome you can actually get funding from the federal government to show that cannabis is has negative effects that that is something that they will fund but if you want to show people do that and then just be like, oh, I guess there is medical, sorry. Like, well, just to get the funding the, from them. Because how specific you have to be about the research that you are doing. Like, uh. you want to show how certain carcinogens have an effect on somebody's lungs. And so, mm. so the study would be, these carcinogens are in 
in cannabis. And so then they would take those carcinogens and study those carcinogens and the effect, not as cannabis as a whole, but then they can say that these carcinogens in cannabis can cause cancer. And, and that's what they've done. Right. So these, there's, you have these government studies, which is what the government is going to use to draw up any sort of conclusions. And so they've taken all these reports that are government funded, which, like I said, they have to be in the negative spectrum. a little bit? Is that like Wrigley saying that they did a study on gum and kids that chew gum do better in tests than kids that don't? Well, yeah. Well, conflict of interest maybe? A little bit? Well, depends on whose interests you're worried about. Okay, sure. Our interest? Yeah, probably their interest we'll be fine i'm concerned about our government they're hurting man deficit they're broke i feel bad minnesota no government (laughs) what do you do i'm moving i I know right (laughs) Um, we'll start there (laughs) but yeah i just they know people they they they're fully aware of and how do you how do you come at that you know like from read the art of war read the art of war uh and there's there's a little bit in there about knowing your enemy how do you combat that Without bloodshed, are we past that? Well, I think I, that's not that's not where I was going. The Art oh, of okay. War is is actually a book that um, um, large corporations use as a tool to educate their CEOs and managers. Um, the 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 ideas in that book can really be applied to any sort of. I'm going to use the term loosely, but any sort of battle, whether it be a corporate battle for for territory Mergers, or sales or those kinds of things, but it's right. really about knowing the part in it about knowing your enemy and see we are we are essentially fighting against these individuals, and if you think that they're ignorant or dumb, you don't know them well enough, know and you are enemy. going to lose right. this battle. <laughs> see these these people are very educated, they're very well funded, and they are not ignorant. They have a good idea of what they are doing, and so we need to understand that, and so that's what. That's why I said read the Art of War. It'll talk about getting to know the enemy. And and the more you know about the enemy, the better you will fare in a battle. And so this this fight that we have going on with not only our federal government but our state government, we need to know as much as we possibly can about them and, and, and not Which make assumptions. Which public offices. I mean, it should Correct. be fairly – I mean, granted, they can feed whatever information they want out there. But, I mean, we know the basic tenets of how a democratic government works. They need money. They need to uh, show a certain amount of, you know, brute force and power with the military and that. And, I mean, there's, there's like, three main lines that we as the people, we can't touch. Because each, each of those lines has its, own, has its own branch. We have CIAs and FBIs and all that. Like, we're just the people, which, in a patient's eyes, it can seem very overwhelming and, like, really scary. Frightening. I'm going to go to jail because I feel better because I'm not taking pills. And like, how dehumanizing is that? Really? That, yeah. Hey, this helps, but you can't that's, use it yeah. because and that's you said what so. I keep coming back to this. I understand almost everything, every other aspect of this. I don't get their end game. I cannot come up with anything that makes sense other than they're the first to patent it and they make money like the cigarette companies. That's the only thing I can come up with. But What's that, their end game? That, dude? that that might be a good one. Um, well, Turn the, earth the thing into is, a is that this, well, I that's don't... that's just the thing is you have to think about how many people that the drug war employs on the government side. You have you have everything from prison guards to prison janitors to does that I don't know if there's equal a janitor, or balance but, how many of us they put in jail, thus taking us out of that tax pool. 
or working or being productive of any kind? <sighs> I'm not a because that's expensive. I'm not Worse a or? statistics <laughs> expert. This is sure e- economics. Yeah, I, I don't know, but there but there is a large group of individuals that that they get funding and employ individuals because of cannabis being illegal. Now, if that's the case, though, we would see almost the same backlash with uh, alternative fuels of sorts. Why isn't the oil companies trying to kill the solar companies saying, oh, solar panels will hurt you and whatever? Like, it's the same idea. When were solar panels uh, viewed as a as a um, like an official source of energy? Well, there's people in the eighties. Yeah, is when we figured out how to make solar panels like effective enough to actually produce enough in- electricity to make them a viable source of energy. And, right. and so, where are all of our where are all the solar power plants? They're on people's homes, way up in the hills, with in no Germany, trespassing signs. In Germany, there is a company that right. drives around and looks for houses that have roofs facing east and west, and they will actually pay you to put solar panels on your roof. Really. How cool that's, is that? That's they will awesome. pay you to put solar panels. You don't. It's no cost. Do you out of your get pocket. any of that energy back, or no? Well, that's why they pay you. Is so they they're literally leasing your roof to put their hmm. solar panels off. They pipe them into the grid, and they get the electricity off of your roof while giving you a dividend. I've heard two little uh, electric uh, electrical co-ops doing that. With uh, if you set up your own, they'll give you a little cash to help build it. And then whatever you don't use, the the overflow, they'll buy it back from you, which is, that's a great incentive, you know? Plus, now we're being a little more self-sufficient, which is key. Imagine a self-sufficient cannabis farm. Holy shit. Whoa, dude. You'd have people protesting down at the street. No, I probably Can you drop those bombs at the end of the show? Because, whoa, dude. (laughs) I just got... Excited. Well, a self-sufficient cannabis farm would just. But be is an that it? Uh, is farm. it just like we talked about before? Keeping the people divided. We we encourage you can drink and do pills and all that stuff. Kind of makes you not happy, not mellow, and divided. The longer you take it, especially. Uh, there's a few things. Um, Jobs, marriage, debt. All uh, I don't know. There, there's a few things about controlling slaves, and I'm going to use that sure. term kind of loosely. And, and one of them Behold is, a is pale horse. or to weaken to weaken a population, you you do get them fighting amongst themselves. And if you look at American society, because uh, it's the only society that I really know about or can witness, is is that we we fight amongst ourselves over. Hundreds and thousands of things. Did you step on my shoes? Sports teams. Did you step on my shoes? Do you like the Cowboys? Did you step on my shoes? You see these gators? Yeah, you have shoes on? No. (laughs) But like that kind of, you know, like people. Yeah, yeah, we fight over sports teams. We fight over, oh, so Democrats and Republicans, you know, they don't get along. And then you have those obscure independents and, you know. homosexuals and the. the, We have abortions. Oh, my. Let's not even go there. So we have all these things that as a society where we don't agree with our neighbor because of the way that he feels. And so when something happens, we're not We don't even want to stand up with that person because we have differences. Right. And so that makes it really tough to get any movement up off the ground and kind of pushed forward because we're too busy fighting amongst ourselves. And that's, again, why why our government's able to to initiate processes that maybe we don't agree with. But maybe your neighbor, since he doesn't agree with you because you like the Cowboys, he's he he's all about it just to piss you off maybe right, or just to exactly. just to just to ununify us as a whole. So you start with a baseline controversy that people are attracted to. That that right there splits it. Then you add substances that have more of a tendency to fuel your I don't know what the word is for it, how open you are about these things. So some people will only discuss, you know, politics, religion, that stuff here, but you get them drunk, it's all out in the open. 
So that would be kind of like a the, the fuel to this fire of you know controversy. A, a drunk man's words are his most on, uh, sober <laughs> right. thoughts, right? All we, these prophetic opinions, but you can't remember where your drink is. That's that's good. I like it. Wow, take another so pill. You take all that, and then you know you do like you say you have the the religion uh, structure and all that, and then you have the distractions, and the distractions are the sports, the entertainment stuff like that. These people hit a ball with a stick and make like a hundred times more than what your teachers are making. And they're the ones that, you know, are educating kids for the future. Not to digress, but the reason why I think sports uh, stars are paid so much is because they use something called their intuition. When a quarterback uh, gets the ball after a hike and he takes a few steps back, he's able to analyze a hundred things all in a split second. Right. And, and, and he's not, like if you talk to a quarterback, he'll say that time has slowed down, and he's able to really right. kind of analyze the field. He's able to look at his receivers. He's able to make a judgment call. And as an observer, this all happens in three seconds. Right. And he's done all of these things, and 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 that is why a sports star is paid so much, is because he's using his but, intuition and training and skill and all of those things. But it's the intuition that humans find so fascinating because on a daily basis, most of us don't use our intuition. So you cultivate that intuition, then you're not really applying it to anything that makes a difference in life one way or another. You're back to the Caesar and Rome problem of here's drink, here's alcohol, and here's entertainment. That goes back to ruling slaves. Um, Not only do you get them fighting amongst themselves so they won't unify and uh, overpower you, but you need to, you need to entertain them as well. Exactly. You need to, you need to pretend to educate them. And if you can use that entertainment as a distraction to be like, while this world series is happening, I'm going to do that. And that's, I mean, it's conspiracy theory, but it's how governments run. You know, how do you keep track of that many? Well, and the other thing is, is that we as citizens, we demand it. We exactly. we want that. We want when our that. Cable goes out. <laughs> I have to talk to you. I I married you. I hate you. Yeah. Where's our kids? I don't even know their names. The like, that's, it's the nuts. only piece of advice that I have for anybody out there is to throw your TV away. Get rid of it. You will be blown See? away after you go through your withdrawals. It'll TV take a few weeks for the withdrawals of television to subside, but after you go through that, you will be... It's the only piece of advice that I really have for anybody. Dude, my mind gets blown when I go to someone's house that has TV, and like you open the door, and they're all sitting around it like it's a monolith, and they're like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I haven't owned a television for several years now. Since I moved out when I was 16, 10 years ago. Um, I, I don't have time for television. I, I couldn't find two hours to watch any TV. Now, I, when you go to a store, do you still know what to buy? Do you have a hard time? Does it take you longer I actually, because of the sensory overload, or what? Oh, man. We're getting into my personal shit here. Well, yeah, uh, so I'm I don't, just saying, I don't, it kind I don't of, shop at box stores. You. It guides I, the majority I, of people. I, we have a new Walmart in Kalispell, and and I haven't been in it. And the old Walmart that we had in Kalispell, I probably hadn't been in it since you know I had to go with my mother, um, you know, ten years ago. And so the, I don't I don't shop at box stores. Um, I I find he knits his own underwear and grinds his own with meal. hemp. With hemp, yeah. Um, I so when I go out to buy things, it's I buy things out of necessity. This is exactly. this might this might blow your mind too. Is that I I have I I have a small savings account, which which uh, I I have to uh, monitor my money really carefully. I don't have a checkbook or a debit card, and so to get money, I have to go down to the bank and make a withdrawal, and then go and you purchase. make it a process, right? And exactly. that discourages me from doing any sort of impulse yep, buying because a lot of but, people just slide that in, boom, there's money and. 
the other thing is is that do I know what to buy? Well, yeah, I, I buy what I need, and and when I do go but out, brand wise, say what brand wise. You oh. just go with what's cheaper at that point, then? Uh, actually, no. I, I go with what will work the best. Could you give me a better example? I, I, like, I, say you don't, you don't know that list. Charmin is fluffier and that this is whatever better. So you have your face with the two. It's something you buy on necessity, toilet paper, but which? how do you know which brand you go with? Oh, uh, trial and error, actually. Just like, really? just like somebody should learn about cannabis is trial and error. That's yeah, I'll, I'll buy That's... a type of toilet paper and, and try it out. And I, maybe I overanalyze a lot of things that I do, but if I don't like that type of toilet paper, I will try something different until I find That's one that I like. a good way to do it. And so the point of this whole thing is that the end game of making cannabis illegal is to further fuel all this stuff. I want, I want you to try this. I want you to do a little homework. If, if you're in a relationship with someone, when you start to have an argument, I want you to stop. Just immediately just stop. I want you to take one to two bong hits. Give it two minutes. And then resume. That right there will change your life. I've actually done that. It's crazy. I've I will. Done when that. she starts getting to the point of raising the voice, I'm like packing the bowl, and then you don't even. It, it, you, you're like, what are we even arguing about? And why? It dissolves that divisiveness, and I think on a national level, that's huge. That's so huge. Imagine actually getting along with your other half. I know, but instead, like I was saying, here's the six-pack on the way home. I'm going to drink. That fuels a little bit of this. And we're going to get angry. Dinner ready is pizza! The, you know, and that's it. Now she's got to explain why she can't walk downstairs without falling. Like, it, you know, if it's a whole American... Clumsy clusterfuck. Jesus. So, so that's uh, why we need game, pot legalized. End, yeah. In, end game uh, on a federal level, I think it's a, I think that there isn't an end game, but they certainly don't want to decriminalize it and I have think a lot of their employees lose their jobs. Also, See, it's they're fighting for their employees too. Like as a as a dispensary manager, I have employees that I fight for along with my patients, but the, but our elected officials are also fighting for jobs for people that work with the correctional facilities. Don't they know they'll make more jobs on the other side than in the criminal? Well, you have these. I, you know, I don't know about that. But if 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 you've been a prison guard for fifteen years, and then you lose your job because there's no more, there's there's less people to incarcerate because there's less cannabis crimes, and it's not like everybody in prison is in there for cannabis. There are real criminals in prison. But the end game of that is either we're all in prison or we all work at prison. So you you if if you've been this prison guard for all this time and you and you lose your job and and the government says well actually we want you to go to work on this cannabis plant that you've been you know assisting us and keeping your eyes on all of these cannabis criminals but now we want you to actually produce this drug that you've been fighting against it's it has something to do with like having that the department mind like right. you you company you, man lot, yeah you obviously very strongly believe you know if you were to talk to you know. John Q D A agent. Was he anyone honestly, really doing that job because they were passionate about 
putting cannabis behind bars though like my probably mother was cannabis. killed by cannabis or something like probably like, not cannabis but yeah. drugs drugs in general i think that well, sure. i think that there is a blight uh with drug abuse not drug use sure. but drug abuse Absolutely. And, and somebody made during the dea to to because of their moral standing on on preventing young people or people being harmed by right. harmful drugs but those have reasons you can't make it that way just because the law says so with no evidence to back up. Yeah, you can. Like you can that's show me death. I know that's and that's what I'm saying. Like we need. That's what we're you know active. So let's 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 fight this um, um, on on a few different faucets. And it's their game, I, their yeah. rules. Of and course. so and and that's what we have been doing. We've we took the state to court, uh, and now we're doing this. Uh, uh, this voter referendum, also known as a petition, and and so is what we're trying to do is fight against that power that they have claimed over us. Um, this this petition form to make a choice one vital, way or vital. the other so important. Um, this this if this petition is successful, we are going to successfully defend the the will of the people, the sanctity of voting, states' rights. Rights of patients, um, rights of cannabis users, and prove to our local government that this is really what we wanted. Not only prove to the local government, but prove to the other citizens of Montana that may have believed that this isn't what we voted on. Well, you hear that so many times when you start to believe it, especially that generation that's kind if, of on the fence about the whole. Is it Caesar that said if you lie loud and long enough, it, people will believe it? I think what? it was his buddy, but yeah. Something yeah. like that. So, and so this, that's, that's what this <clears throat> petition is all about. Not it's to habits. mention saving, saving people that would like to donate and fund the MTCIA, saving them hundreds of thousands of dollars if we have to go to full court, which we will if this isn't successful, but the other thing about about doing this petition is that it's only been successful one other time in the state of Montana. So again, we're Do making you know history. What that was in regards to yeah, a tax increase of some sort, a property tax increase hmm. of some sort. Um, and the legislative body passed it, and somebody started a petition against it, and it passed and won. And this was 13, 15 years ago or something. Wow. Um, and so this would this if this is successful, it'll be the second time in Montana history that this type of petition has been successful. Why wouldn't you want to be part of making this? little slice of history possible above and beyond cannabis like this is sanctity of voting exactly this, this is no longer about cannabis this is about <clears throat> what we voted for the the like i said the sanctity of voting um people's rights patients rights and as the judge so eloquently put that in the state of montana the constitution clearly states that a citizen of montana has the right to pursue health and happiness amen that's the dream isn't it it's why we live here some of us so this petition, um, you know, what makes me happy, cannabis. <laughs> I'm going to pursue that. Is that, the, know, is that the only? I'll thing? let you know how it works. Is that the only thing? Uh, no, no, that's do just. You, a, do you have something else that makes you that's, happy? That's too? a modifier. Like uh, life know. makes me happy. Does it? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, cool. Sometimes you're on the right path. Then so uh, seek this petition out. Um, if you want to help with the petition, if you want to be a petition gatherer, you want to go around and select, collect signatures, um, you can do this. Um, They're get, accepting volunteers still absolutely. for all of absolutely. these. We're, here in Flathead Valley, we have trainings every night of the week, or I guess Monday through Friday. Um, one night in Whitefish, one night in Columbia Falls, one night in Kalispell, one night in Lakeside. And these are 
to make sure that when you're out there getting signatures, you have to go through a training course and have a document notarized that you completed the training course. This is serious. Now, this is, that is a very serious thing. Their rules, or is that the MTCIA covering this, all options? This is the state's laws on petition gathering. Really, and you need to be apprised of the laws and what you can and can't do, what you can say, what you can't say, and and really like. It's it's not about running down the street and just getting people to sign it. This, the, the people need to be verified that they're registered to vote. You are educated on how to register people to vote, which, you know, it comes with the packet of stuff that you get, the clipboards that you have, everything that comes along with this petition. Um, also, the nice thing about these little training courses is is that it kind of puts all of us uh, uh, signature collectors on the same page, which is really important. Right. You don't want one guy saying one thing about one thing and someone else saying in conflicting stories, and then it falls apart, kind of. Uh, sort of. You also don't want somebody that's confrontational, and when somebody says, oh, no, I don't really want to sign that, and they get all upset. And then so like you right. you approach them two days later, and they're like, get away from me. Oh, my God, yeah. you scare me. Oh, like I'm calling the police. You, you represent know? the industry when you're out there, for sure. Absolutely. We got this guy putting guns in people's faces, being like, sign the goddamn paper. He was on the opposition. They are not nice people. So this uh and it's it's not difficult a lot of people want to sign this um you don't necessarily have to explain every detail that the petition is about because you're not allowed to persuade people to sign it there's now, a there's a statement of purpose on the on the petition and so people can read that and then they can decide for themselves whether or not they want to sign it there's also uh you get a frequently asked questions page you get a fact sheet you know and these are things to kind of help you kind of keep on topic with somebody if they're a little hesitant and and it's really about um like i said representing the cannabis industry and not only the cannabis industry the patients and um of course you know a citizen of montana i've been asked frequently if i'm a democrat or a republican or an independent and and i i I can't even begin to understand i'm a cannabis supporter no actually i'm a citizen of montana i'm a human and and i'm a concerned one at that i I don't pick a faction you know i'm not an independent because I, i would hope there's other people that feel the way that i do and and i don't agree with any groups like you know mass mentality about how they approach things well that's kind of an outdated way of doing things like how can you base your choices on who you're gonna vote for on if they're red or blue like there's so many different issues within those little subsections that you you have to almost go by issue not by oh i like his toupee it's it's nice but, but that's probably a better thing to vote on than what most people vote on. Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, if we're going to vote on the best wig, at least we might have a character in yeah, office. Because if he cares about that, then, you know, it says a lot for a character. Um, so seek out this petition. and w- I, At any dispensaries that are... Like I said, if you go to a dispensary or something, or you have a provider, ask them what they are doing to fight for your rights. What are they doing? What have they contributed? What are they? Are they donating their time to help do this? Are they? Are they? You know, have they made donations to the MTCIA to fund this legal suit? And don't you know? Don't go starting shit. Like we're we are all working here for this cause, but you know, be curious. That's where's your money? Provider really cares about what is going on. And yep. if he's not doing anything, then do something yourself. You know, if you, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. So if you if you want to be a signature collector, uh, 
go to mtci.org, sign up under the petition thing, and send someone off that website an email saying that you would like to to participate, and then they will help you get in touch with somebody that can that can help get you trained. Now, um, what's, like I said, there's uh, what's daily the trainings pretty much across the state into September. Into September. Mm-hmm. So now, is it? allowed to utilize web 2.0 and social no and have like a we're gonna have a reefer madness movie screening party no this is a sign this has to be written in black or blue ink on a form each each one of these petition forms has a serial number on it and they are all assigned to each signature collector right right but i mean you can use the web and be like we're having this get together here yeah we do that show up like a flash mob okay that's why so on facebook we can put up all the info right there and that way when you know if you need to friend ian baker i-a-n-b-a-k-e-r on facebook to find out where you can go get trained you can certainly do that. Um, Search for MTCIA. It's up there. Uh, Hotbox podcast. As we well. got all the If info you don't want to go around, and it's a responsibility, this is not <clears> something <throat> where you can just take petition forms around town and post them up on marker boards. It cannot leave your possession. Right. You have to be present for everyone that signs it. You can't leave it somewhere where somebody could sign it when you're not there. It's, it's, it's really a, a responsibility and kind of an honor to be able to do this. Um, if it's a serious business. Yeah. For if sure. you don't want to be a signature collector, you need to sign it anyway. You need to seek it out. You need to go and find it, and it'll be all over. I mean, it's going to be at the fairs. It's going to be at street dances. It's going to be, you know, at, at farmer's markets. It's going to be all over the place, but you need to find it. Not only do you need to find it, you and everybody you know, friends, families, neighbors, their friends and family, the next door to their neighbors, friends and family, everybody. We need everybody to sign this. I know we only need 44,000 signatures and that's no, not cuz we want a resounding. Yeah. Boom. We don't want to we don't want to come right in just right under right over the wire. It wouldn't it be great to get 100,000 signatures to say 10% of the fucking state of Montana said no we want no you guys fucked up and Would we don't want it. Would be great for them to be like there was three women in Billings and everyone else said yes. Those bitches. Um. Everybody needs to sign this. Anybody you know, anybody over the age of eighteen. If you're a felon, you can still sign it. If now, if they're not registered to vote, what's the deadline for that? Is you it can late? register on the same day that you sign the petition. I can really. I can register you to vote. And then in the next, I mean, once you sign the voter registration form, I can hand you the petition and you can sign the petition. Nice. Because I know, I know we smoke and, you know, some people might want to use that excuse like, oh, I didn't get registered in time. Like, The petition collector will have voter registration forms For on sure. So if that's your excuse, it's not going to work because I can register you to vote at the same time. The only thing you need is a driver's license or a Montana ID card to put on on your voter registration card. This is important, guys. Even if you, you know, you don't have your card like me. Like this is important. This is rights. What's next? Smoking cigarettes? Can't even do that. What's next after that? We're going to tell you who to have sex with. After that, we'll pick a job for you. I might get laid then. Yeah, that that might be okay. Let's uh put that on the <laughs> But no, this idea. is a this I is like a this. slippery slope and they've started down it and we have to put a stop to this. And, and this is how. Us in Montana, I, I think that... I like this place, Ian. I don't yeah. want to move to Colorado. Have you ever been to I Colorado? Used to, yeah, I used to live in Denver. Oh, like, God. We used to... Check this out, dude. We used to set up the phone, cell phone towers on the Broadway building, all the tall buildings there. And the guy we worked with was a pothead. And he smoked. 
We go up on top of the Broadway building, smoking pot, hooking up your cell phone antennas. Beautiful. Beautiful up there. You know what? Never got hurt. Never got problem. None What's more dangerous, the cannabis or drinking? the cell phone tower? I probably uh, got sterilized. Sure. A little bit because of that. But that's fine. That's okay. It's uh, good I'm, birth control. I know. I know. Rather than just add to the noise, I'm going to take one of your unwanted children. And I'll raise it as my own. No sense adding to that number. I mean, come on. But this is important. Pot smoking or not, this is rights. Please get involved. Get it done. Get it done. I know it's really tough to get off the couch or get out of the computer chair or get a a couple hours a week free from the family and kids. Um, Fortunately, this is a family-friendly organization. Do you want the government to take away your kids? Then sign this. No, I'm just kidding. But they might. Who Who's to say? The government does take people's kids away for cannabis. Does that kid have black hair? Sorry, this is blonde hair, blue eye only. I'm in. You know who else tried? <laughs> you are. I'm, I'm in. Not, can you hide me in your attic? Aryan race. I have a diary all right in. or whatever they say. I don't know. This is this is history in the making. So Matt's Matt's going to sign this petition after the show. And That's right. You know, I'll if, sign if it right now. If I can now. talk him into doing it. I got registered to vote specifically for this. Me too. Once this is done, I'll unregister and disappear back into the cold night. You, well, you have to you have to vote next to the election. November okay. 2012, you have to stay registered to vote because then you're going to go down to the ballot and you're going to reiterate the fact. Oh, am fuck I off. ever. You're going to go down there oh. and for the third time reiterate the fact that you want cannabis. I'm going to write commentary on my voting thing just to be like, hey, you, dick, nope. Dick, nope. How'd you vote? Dick, nope. If you live in eastern Montana, a lot of elected positions go unchallenged. You could be our official. So if you live in one of these districts that somebody, there's only one person running for that office, you should be on the ballot too because... If you want to move to Sunburst or Wisdom, is that a place? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) I remember falling asleep to KCFW and always seeing Wisdom as the coldest place in Montana. But you might get a job out of it. A damn good one, too, if you get to be That's an right. I mean, what's rent on a tent that you pitched in this you, vacant lot? You might lot? need an actual address to become an well, yeah. official. I, I don't know. Politics. <laughs> Whatever. But um, this is a huge step in this whole movement, which is nationwide at this point. I can't even believe that we're doing a petition about cannabis. I mean, that's awesome the, to even have the ability to, you know, this this is forcing us as, as signature collectors to mm-hmm. go and confront people that we don't know about their thoughts on cannabis. That is true. But would it have been better not to have had our rights walked all over in the first place? Or do you need to have that happen so that you can reaffirm the fact that no, we're not going to let you get away with that shit. I think that has to do with perception. Uh, you we're going to make you an know, example without, of them. Without, without our rights being stepped on, um, there, are a lot, there would be a lot of things that wouldn't happen. I've met a lot of great people because of this. Yeah, I, definitely. You know, uh, it's how I met you. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. It's how I've, I've come. It gave me an opportunity to go to Helena. It gave me an oppor- a couple of times. It gave me an opportunity to... I met a federal patient. Like, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. You know? like, this so, is, yeah. The other thing is, is that uh, a lot of people have dropped their 
personal differences with other individuals to help fight this together. Like because the, they took my, a minute. My competition and they as a dispensary manager, I have competition. <clears throat> there are other people that are doing the same thing I'm doing, and all of a sudden, since this went down. I, it's not that I am, uh, I'm not against them. You know, I, is it, it real competition though? When your state says you're locked into a provider? Yes. Oh Cause you yeah. can change, but does that yes. happen a lot? Yes. Really? Yes. yes. I, I think the paperwork would make people just I not pick want people to. up all the time. Really? I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm not, but that's, I'm not trying to be degraded. Well, that means you're else. doing good. And that's again, goes back to the point of, you know, regulate some of the, the standard because then the people that are really going above and beyond, they'll blow away the rest of the competition in essence, you know? If you have the choice between miracle grow and, you know, not, like, you're going to go. I I encourage anybody that comes into the shop to do shopping or to to go shop around to the other places. I I really do because I I don't want somebody to come to my place and then three weeks later go with a friend to somewhere else and go, oh, man, I should have been over here. And so I like to encourage people to do some shopping around so that they can make an educated decision. Maybe it's closer to home. Maybe it's got their kind of homies behind the counter. Maybe it's got products that they need. Uh, You know, it's, it's not about uh, you know, lassoing everybody that comes through my door. It's 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 really being kind of fair and honest. Like, hey, go look at the other places because you this, stand behind your product. And yeah, and this first. this might this might not be the place for you. You might right. you might want to go down the street to someone else to obtain your products because that's what you want to do. And I'm not going to inhibit that. Like, and it is being your educated, choice. you know, you're passionate about it, which makes you care about what's you know what's mm-hmm. what. And I've certainly lost patience. I think that uh, just because haven't we all? Yeah, I'm at the end of my patience with the government I'll tell you what seriously seriously so petition get involved um, realize that our elected officials are not ignorant or dumb they are very well educated and they are making uh, educated calculated decisions we need to realize this that. is a chess game for sure absolutely and there are four steps ahead of us looking at all possibilities and we're just like we're reacting. No, guys, it is me- it, there is medical. I have a friend that, but like they know, yeah, they know. We are we are reacting at this point in time. We are reacting to what they do. We are we are not we're not uh, putting them in a position. We're highly where they have reactive to- creatures. That's absolutely you know. But we need to rise above that a little bit and start initiating these things. So the government has to kind of react to what we're doing. Like, oh, like, and how I think they they've already that. seen that a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, being like, whoa, we didn't think that many people would pay that close attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like those potheads. Like, look what we've done. You know, it's like impressive. that ABC poll that said 82 percent of Americans support the yep. legalization of medical cannabis exactly. or just cannabis or in general. G- exactly. And so you have this you have. And of course, polls are not reality. I realize that. And everybody. But every every cannabis user like you know posted on their Facebook check this poll out and so a bunch of other cannabis users got to see that and they go there but right preaching to the choir we need to reach the people that are the the Bradys and the the Lays and Billings that are like the kids you're hurting the kids you do know the latest studies in Montana show that teen use is still down. It's still decreasing. I also saw that there was a massive amount of heroin all up in her area. You think she would... I mean, they're both Schedule 1. I can understand your confusion. But you'd think you would pay attention to that, right? I mean, I don't have kids or nothing, but I'll tell you what. If my kid came home smoking pot or came home doing heroin, I'll beat that ass. 
coming can't home don't doing do heroin. heroin like he's coming through the door with his rig in the arm or yeah like <laughs> hey dad can you get uh like come on guys and that's her turf like you should be embarrassed about that but to her they're both schedule one drugs and so they're equally as dangerous that's dude that's true dude there dude. is something going on on your network too whoa my network just effed you. I bet it's, I think it's something hidden on your thing because all these are clean. Anyway, uh, real quick, I guess, do you want to just kind of talk about what's happening in other places? I know Ohio's getting a medical cannabis vote going uh, again. Arizona, where we talked to a gentleman from Leap, uh, they're having some problems. It's not that hard, right? I mean, I didn't study economics or government really but i mean common sense supply demand what do the people want cannabis well okay let's figure out how to do that medically or otherwise but again like you said it's the government there may be a lot of funding to hold out for right. sativax you know and maybe people were promised really large paychecks or these people own stocks in this country. had in pockets you'd think that would i don't know and, of course, from the MPP blog, more research from British Columbia here. Children's Hospital documented the mitigation of residual tumors in two adolescent subjects who regularly inhaled cannabis. So, lots of differing multiple lines of evidence showing a really good possibility that cannabis just takes cancer and kills it. Or at least slows it. And definitely will increase your quality of life far lo- beyond what opiates could. I would love to see a study that, that showed that y- you shouldn't stop smoking cannabis because you could get cancer. Like, if you stop using cannabis, your risks of uh, I always thought about getting that. cancer are, you know, tenfold. So if you're a cannabis user, you know, don't stop because you might get cancer. It's unhealthy. I smoke just enough pot to keep up with how many cigarettes I smoke. I, I always wondered that. Like, I, I feel all right. I smoke cigarettes. Cancer-free, preventative, we'll never know. Because everyone's busy doing heroin. Because, hey, same schedule, why not? So. But even though we know, like, we do need the research. We need it on the books. We need the documentation. We need the reference materials. We need Wikipedia. We need, you know, we need it all over the place. But we need cited we need research we don't just need yeah my friend you know he had a he had a thing on his balls and he smoked pot and it totally went away like no it didn't dude it's called an outbreak it'll be back but like we we need the the real legitimate stuff to you know point to as 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 a citizen you need to be very well informed we and do not internet. need to educate these elected officials because it's not gonna, that's not what's going to benefit us in the short term here that was phase one. We're past that. We still have the paperwork from that. As as a cannabis supporter, it you should take it upon yourself to be as educated as you possibly can. Exactly. To know as much as you can. Especially when we have such a an intense pushback from the other side. You know, like they they want it. They can taste it. They're like the mighty ducks, and they're in V, and they're quacking. And you know who you are? You're the goalie. You know how it's going to end up? You're going to get pucked. (laughs) 
No, but seriously, like that, it is. It's it's it is. We need to know. So, uh, anything else we need to cover before uh, when are we coming back here next, next Thursday? 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 Th- Tuesday? Kay. Tuesday or Thursday? Because I know Thursday. we're going out of town uh, for the Milwaukee thing, so I think we'll be able to get in a show before that. Yeah, sometime next week. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. We've been putting all the great info there, PDFs, voter registration, stuff like that. You know, just in case the the uh, county website misplaces it. Hey, where'd that voter register? I don't know where it went. Must have got hacked. Oops. We got it on our site. Uh, like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash hotboxpodcast, of course. You can check out the archives, be subscribed to the feed, and you'll get all of these amazing episodes loaded with cannabis content and we've gotten writers submitting us blog stuff our friend denton from the waco normal he's got something i'll post and then our friend paul locally uh, he wrote a nice piece on the pharmaceuticals versus naturals argument so if you guys write we're collecting all these and we'll just put them in the forums put them on the show notes and it just adds to that overall collection in the positive, I might add. You think we'll ever catch up to alcohol? Uh, be more specific. Deaths. No. Never? No. Okay. Will We're we ever try. catch up to prescription pills? No. <laughs> Will Come we on. ever catch up to any Come deaths? On. No. Come on. No. It's killing people. And, and that just, just know that at the end of the day, we do have truth, and we do have science and evidence on our side. They may have money and power and all that shit, but pff, whatever. We're the people, and we have numbers. There's a lot of us. So, you're not alone out there. Atheists and pot smokers, you're not alone. There's other smart people just like you. Ian, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. People can find you at Glacier Health down in the KM building if you're local here in Kalispell. Yeah, if you have any questions, any doubts, and you want to know something, I if I can help you, I will. And if he's I can't, a, I'll show a, you the right direction. a wiki cannabispedia, this guy. You can call him up and be like, hey, Google this for me. He's like, already did. <laughs> Knew you were calling. Did that yesterday. There you go. Uh, and yeah, you can find him on Facebook, Ian Baker. My name is Matt Lee. Uh, we do this show... When we can, you can follow the Twitter, twitter.com slash hotboxpodcast, or just hop on the Facebooks and the Google Pluses and all that stuff. Uh, you can leave a message for the show, 406-204-4687. And if you have any questions, also you can text me, 406-848-1739-er. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Ian. Write us a review Thanks on for having me. iTunes. Subscribe to the show. And we'll see you guys uh, soon. Peace out. If you like you like this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.